Hi, I'm Mark Rennick. This is Victory Over Sin. Saturday afternoon to you, Treasure Valley. This is Victor over sin. My name is Mark Rennick. I hope you're having a pleasant Saturday afternoon. I hope you like this weather. I think summer is here. The first part of the show is when I explain what Victory Over Sin is and who sponsors us. Victory Over Sin is sponsored by Systemic Change of Idaho. And Systemic Change of Idaho is an advocacy program through the Southwest Council for St. Vincent de Paul. And our charge, our mission, if you will, is to educate people in Idaho about the issues that face people who are coming out of incarcerations. We like to call those guys returning citizens. There are several issues that uh, certainly we all face, and we try to articulate those and to share those with the general public so that they can understand and become involved. We do that in several different ways. One is to sponsor this show, and if you go back for almost a we're going on almost two years. You can see in the archives the people who have been on the show. We have powerful people in there who work with people who are coming out of incarcerations like myself because I am a returning citizen. And they support us and we talk about their programs. In addition to that, we have what we call a PowerPoint presentation that we share with church groups, with service groups, with pretty much anybody that would like to see that presentation. And that presentation is delivered by a returning citizen. So they've been trained to support those issues and go out and show that to potential groups. It should spark some discussion, too, in terms of the issues that we face, in terms of the difficulty of, let's say, cost of supervision, uh, the difficulties in terms of transitioning back for housing and for all the requirements that parole has upon us. It's not that they're trying to negate the fact that we certainly broke the law and we have some, but some of the roadblocks that the Department of Correction puts up for us um, makes it a little bit difficult. We just want to highlight that. We're also, in that presentation, we point out that Idaho is in the top five of per capita incarcerated people in the country. And this is a country that has the highest per capita incarceration rate in the world. In fact, of the world's population, which uh, America only has 5% of that population, 25% of the world's population that's incarcerated comes from America. So those are issues we try to put across and try to explain to people as we go out and do that. And we're excited about doing that. Uh, in addition, we've linked up with some other groups um, that uh, we link with on a national level. There's a group called Just Leadership USA. And if you're listening to my voice out in the desert and you want an application to that organization that is a free organization for you to join if you're incarcerated, talk to your case manager or at the end of the show, I'll let you know how you can reach out and talk to me or, con- or connect with me and I'll send you an application. That is actually something that is free. That organization is looking to become the AARP for senior citizens become the people who are have been incarcerated to become their advocacy group. And we're, we're attempting to do that, and so we're linked very strongly with them. In addition to me, you're talking, hearing my voice today at early in the afternoon, and tonight uh, we're having an event at 6.30 at St. Vincent de Paul's uh, Food Bank slash conference area on Overland Boulevard, in which we are welcoming Mr. Tim Lay as to his new position for the reentry manager for the Department of Corrections. 
And if you're a follower of the Department of Corrections, you know that this is really an interesting and a fantastic appointment. He's got this job and he's going to look at changing pretty much all of reentry for those of us who are in the system. We're excited about that. And we're also going to have him out tonight, kind of greet him, welcome him. He's going to be speaking about his vision tonight at 630. In addition, a person who has been on the show too, Olivia Craven, who's a name that will spark some strong feelings from somebody who's been incarcerated. Uh, she is the retired. She's been retired for three years as the chief uh, staff person to Idaho Probation, uh, Pardons and Parole Commission. She's been retired three years. She's going to come share some thoughts, answer some questions. So that's a cool event. 6.30 tonight. Come see us. Everything's free and we're going to have hors d'oeuvres and food available. So come see us. I'm really excited to get one of my guests today because we've got somebody who in some ways does some of the work that we do now and we'll be right back to talk to him. Hang on a second. The United States has the highest percentage of its population in prison in the world. That's one in 200 Americans are currently serving time in a federal or local prison. As of May 2017, Idaho has 8,223 men and women incarcerated and another 17,201 on probation and parole. So upon release from prison, who works with these individuals and families to help them transition back into our community? This is done by what we call Returning Citizens Resources and coffee shop. We offer them a cup of coffee and some resources and information to help get them on solid footing with their faith, their recovery, and to begin their new life as our neighbor. It's designed for the offender's first stop from the institution. If you'd like to help us help them, please contact Mark Rennick at 629-8861. That's area code 208-629-8861. And if you're out in the desert needing any help for your transition, we pay for that call. Every once in a while, um, I get to have somebody on the radio show that I really like and uh, respect. I know that I don't really like and respect everybody else that's on the show, but it's a special day to have Mr. Mark Person in the office today and in the studio. Welcome, Mark. Uh, thanks, Mark. So I'm going to list you as you're 68322. So you are a returning citizen yourself. That's right. And you are a free to succeed mentor and a quote unquote slash disabled vet, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah Welcome right. to the show. Thanks, Mark. Uh, Mark does multitudes of things for those of us who are, have been released from incarceration. Uh, let's start out by talking about where you're from. Are you a native Idahoan? Uh, no, no. I'm actually from Oregon. Um, grew up in, in Salem, Oregon, uh, but bounced back and forth from Idaho and, and Oregon. What brought um, you to, to Idaho? So after my service in the military, I decided to come back to Idaho um, set up home here and, and, uh, yeah. Somehow ran across foul of the law. I did. I did. And so, yep, I did, uh, 15 years for, uh, for the department and, uh, been out two years now. Yeah. I think one of the, um, I've been out for seven and I can remember at one point in time, you and I actually corresponded, you were in Colorado, I think, and we had, we'd written back and forth. That's right. Yeah. And it was about an issue, I think, that you were as near and dear to your heart then and still is, and that's services to the vets, right? That's right. That's right. Talk a little bit about that, because as you and I have started working together the last couple of years, it's always been something I have, you know, encouraged you to pursue, because really nobody does that. And um, people listening to us out in the desert right now are vets, and they don't know what to do. And so talk a little bit about that passion and how that started, if you will. Okay, so... So yeah, Colorado ended up being a real blessing um, in that they had veterans groups uh, within the within the institution already formed, 
So when we were transferred out there for a three-year stint, they allowed us to start a veterans group as well. And so I coordinated that, and then I chaired that for, for you know, two years of the three. And we were able to, to form a group of veterans uh, doing charity work, raised a lot of money, uh, gave to Wounded Warriors, mm-hmm. uh, Snowball Express, different different groups, different yeah, I remember groups. you getting some publicity for that in terms yeah. of the press here for your work in Colorado when you were, uh, those of you who don't know, uh, historically when the state of uh, Idaho gets filled to capacity, we send people out of state. And when we refer to Colorado, that's where Mark was in one of those interims. You used to have a lot of people out of state and they've, I think we're down to the most recent group is a total of 500 or something. I think those lines. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was really a blessing in that uh, we were able to start that veterans group out there, raise money, raise awareness um, and, and allow the veterans uh, that are incarcerated to do uh, something positive with their time. Um, so then when we returned back to Idaho, uh, I was uh, just shortly after our return, I was exiting and, and up for uh, release, uh, which I got and, and now a returning citizen. But before I got out, I planted the seed here in, in Idaho um, to try to continue that and keep the veterans groups going. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we, we've done that over the last two years. We've, we've been able to keep them going and have actually now got uh, three posts of the American Legion to get involved. And we've now set up a post. Um, well, there's three in the works. One is uh, uh, actually happening, uh, post 220, I believe. Uh, so American Legion is involved now uh, with out there at the institution. At which one? With veterans. Which one? Um, so that'll be at the ISCC. Okay. Um, is the first official post uh, out there at the department. Fantastic. See, so that's, that's really positive. I think that, that, uh, speaks so well. You're listening to us again. So the help is kind of coming, if you will. Um, we just, um, we just left a meeting with, uh, where I can't say enough about the directions that the department is going in terms under the leadership of director Atencio. Uh, they're making good choices in terms of who they bring downtown. And I, I've been doing this for about seven years now. And Director Tensio is the third director that I've worked under, and we're seeing opening up more and more to people like you and I who've been in the system to being factors in the direction for that they that they address. Do would you agree with that? Or have you seen that too? Or oh my gosh, it it's it's unbelievable uh, to, to to be welcomed one to be welcomed back by the 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 top people in DOC right. to, to be uh, welcomed by Jeff Kirkman and Henry yeah. Atencio and Tim Lay and you Rand, know, Randy uh, Blades. And Randy, Randy, Randy Blades, Blades. Yeah. is amazing. Because it we they're always, it's like any other organization, what I've said before on the radio, there are great people in this organization. There are some people who are there just to kind of take a paycheck. And it's so nice that some of the people who are really are concerned about the welfare and the ongoing support for us have made their way to the top of the institution. And it is just, uh, Mark and I were not so delighted in the meeting that we just left when we're taping this, and we're taping it on Friday, that um, it, we're so happy the fact that we're going to actually have some input in some of this. And I know that seven years ago when I walked out of prison, I thought I'd have any impact in the people that I was leaving behind. I, I thought, I mean, I'll work on it, but we'll see what I can do. And it's our dreams are coming true, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, for sure, Mark. I, yeah. You know, I, for, for 15 years, I sat out there and thought, man, if I could just get my voice heard, you know, if somebody would just listen to me and, and my thoughts on, on 
what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And and here we are in a position that you yeah, know, you know so I read someplace where I read someplace where you didn't think that you would get released. Yet ninety seven percent of the people who are in Idaho, ninety seven percent of the people who actually go to in prison are going to be released into communities. So even more so the issues that we talk about, you Idahoans need to understand that we're gonna be your neighbors. So let's work with us and let's understand that we're coming we're gonna be right next door. So uh, work with us. We're just simple people too. But I was surprised that you didn't think you were going to get out. No, no. I actually started out with a life sentence, and so um, you know my hope of of returning was was nil. And so, um, but but you know things things worked out in my favor and, and through the court system, and and uh, I got a second chance yep. at, at life. And I'm definitely taking full full advantage of of all of it. So that's good. So in addition, so. Tell me, are you in? Where are you with uh, the vets in terms of going forward from this point forward? As people listen to my voice, do you need more support from other veterans? Let's say who are listening to us, driving around, who have a Christian heart and want to help. Right. So, so, so moving forward with the veterans, we're, mm-hmm. it is a slow process. You know, mm-hmm. we, we're, we've got American Legion out there now, um, so we're we're going to try to get involved. You know, involved with that. I'll, I'll be a part of that. Um, and we just want to give those guys, the veterans out there, um, uh, something to belong to, something mm-hmm. to be able to. to um, uh, well, you had an event come up that kind of highlighted this for you, wasn't it? The ride that started some of this off. Right, right. So, so how how I'm when I got out, I, well, part of my incarceration, you know, dealt with uh, some stuff that I was dealing with as a veteran, um, out of service. And I, I didn't deal with it correctly. Uh, gone to VA for help. Uh, didn't get the help that I needed. And um, you know, I ended up incarcerated. Mm-hmm. And what I saw when I got out, um, I, I got involved with a group called Ride for 22 that deals with veteran suicide. And it tries to bring awareness to the veteran suicide. Uh, 22 veterans every day take their lives um, at one point. And, and so we're trying to, trying to highlight uh, that and I got involved with that, but what I realized was that the veterans that don't take their lives by suicide uh, oftentimes end up making poor choices that lead them to incarceration. When they get out there at the institution, none of those problems are resolved, so they bottle them up, they keep them for their entire term, but then when they get ready to get released, it's still unresolved. They're still dealing with these same issues. Um, so, so that's kind of where my heart's at, Mark, is, is trying to figure out a way to help the veterans on their return and, and get them the, 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 the resources that they need and the help that they need. And, um, you know, which a lot comes from VA, yeah. but, but there's all the, all the, all the, the initial stuff, the initial foundation. Well, I think it too, in terms of, cause, uh, the people that I work with primarily are just people getting out. And I know that when somebody says they're a vet, I always think, Oh man, you've got it. You're, you're wired in because it at least, uh, gives you a source to, to attempt to start working on. But uh, it's great that you will finally get somebody that I can say, Oh, you're a vet. I know you need to talk to. And so I think that's fantastic that, uh, the efforts that you're undertaking. And I think they'll be so fruitful in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And, you know, I, so when I got out, I I got involved with uh, the IDOC's free to succeed program, the free to succeed mentoring program. And I, that's where I I was going next in terms of what you do. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that in terms of, cause you're a, 
you're one of those go-to kind of guys for uh, the free to succeed, succeed program. Uh, most of those guys have just been on here a couple of times and Sterling's been on, Jerry's been on. So we've talked about that. So if they've listened to this show, they know a little bit about it, but talk about your involvement and cause you're like the superstar in terms of uh, <laughs> taking on people. Well, right? Thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> but, um, so everybody tells you, me. Know, yeah. I meetings. They say, have you heard of Mark person? He does this, this and this. I say, well, yeah, I guess he does. Okay. I'm just trying to do my part. Spread but, the rumor. But I, um, uh, you know, with the free to succeed program. So, I got out, I got a mentor. I had a mentor that was really helpful to me. Um, you know, I was able to go to him. Um, Bruce Bruce was his name, and, and I still talk to him on a regular basis. Um, I was able to go to him for things that maybe my family, my friends wouldn't understand about my incarceration and, and the things that I was dealing with. Um, shortly after my release, I, I got, uh, I found out that I could become a mentor, which was huge. So... I was able to to give that back and, and help guys with their needs um, upon return that maybe th- I, that I know about. Mm-hmm. I, I know what I needed. Well, because I think too, a lot of time again, you're listening to our voice today. Um, the free su- to succeed mentor. It's not a recovery coach. It's not a sponsor. No. It is a total different role in terms of supporting someone that's uh, has been incarcerated and. Increasingly, it is people like us who have been in the system who are those free to succeed mentors, right? Right. Yeah. Right. You know, one of the, the one of the main things that I saw. So, becoming a mentor that I saw is when you get out of the in- institution, you're lucky. You're lucky if you get thirty days of housing paid for. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's true. So you get thirty days of housing, and and then from there you can make a phone call to say St. Vincent de Paul. Um, you know, there's several different organizations that you can contact that may give you an, an additional week of rent. Okay. Right. So that's five weeks of rent that you, that you've got. Now, if you don't have a foundation under you, all of your basic needs met in that first few days so that you can spend your time looking for a job and get and secure a job within the first week, maybe two, how are you going to pay rent? How are you going to pay rent in, in that 30 days, in that five weeks? How are you gonna? How are you gonna cover that? Where are you gonna live? Mm-hmm. So what I've done is I started picking guys mm-hmm. up at the gate. I get them around on their first day. I get them to probation or parole, health and welfare. I'll get them uh, to to your organization. So, IMS. I'm so, 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 so sure we talk about I, that. One. I am a side community. Too, by the we, way. We, 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 that's one of our first stops <laughs> for stale donuts and uh, cold coffee. <laughs> And, uh, but, but they get, uh, uh, from there, you know, they get the hygiene bag and they get, um, uh, you know, vouchers for clothing. They get some, you know, f- mm-hmm. a direction on where to get some food. Uh, maybe I'll get them to a food box. Um, all of, all of those basic needs handled in that first day, right? First day, first two days, a couple of days so that they can focus on job search on a full stomach, mm-hmm. right? With, yeah. with some clean clothes. Um, some toothpaste, some deodorant, you know, the things that you need for a job search. Well, I think, again, totally, you see that and it seems, you're listening to us and you say, that seems logical, but, you know, no one does this, okay? (laughs) Okay, and so it's relatively new that we've been doing this for a couple of years now. And when we saw an example this morning where when it goes astray, like the person, two, two people in our office this morning, one of, and they're losing their housing. So they're just out of prison. They've done 
different amounts of time, each one of them, and suddenly their their place where they're living is not going to be available to them in several weeks. So the look in their eye, the panic in their eye, becomes that back to that Mavloff kind of uh, the the pyramid. They're going, wow, where am I going to sleep? And what am I going to do? And the panic sets in, and what do they do? And what do they do? And where do they go? And boy, the bus has to go here, here. And so that's where all of this public, you see that this becomes an issue. And if these people... These people like us, let's say us, if we get off in terms of things not flowing directly the way we need them to flow, then we tend to go back to what is convenient and what is normal for us. And that tends to involve breaking laws and doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing. That's right. You know, those, both those gentlemen, the first thing I asked them when I, when I met them this morning was, do you have food? Mm-hmm. And neither one of them had any idea where they were going to get food this evening. That's right. They didn't know where the, where that ramen noodle was going to come that's from. That's right. That's right. And so I was able to point them in the direction of, of Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. Salvation Army, they can go down on their first first day out, show their ID, and walk in and, and uh, push a cart around and fill up an entire cart full of food. Yep, yep. And um, they had no idea. They had no idea that they could walk down the street to Salvation Army and get a food box that's going to feed them for the next two, three, four weeks, right? Yep, yep, no um, No idea how to get to health and welfare to get a food card yep. to supplement the food box, right? Yep. To buy the milk and yep. the eggs yep. and the bread. Yeah, no uh, idea. They had no idea that they could do those things. That's yeah. sad. And it is sad. And I think, again, but I, I the good thing about it is um, because of this community um, and the people who do support us in terms of mostly, I got to be honest with you, most of them are from the religious community. We can't have been able to rally around and provide this network. Uh, seven years ago when I got it, it wasn't here. And it wasn't something that was available. We were just hit and miss. And I think a lot of people returned back. But the exciting thing about the future is that we're really working on this. And yes. we do have a core group of volunteers. And again, I, I, I heightened back to the meeting we just left where the energy was so high in terms of Hey, we, I can see a vision where this is all starting to come together and we're doing it. Hey, without tax dollars and we're doing it because it's the right thing to do, you it know, is which the is, right thing to do. Uh, man, that's this, it's the most important thing is to do it because that's what, that's the right thing to do. So that's, uh, that's what I love about it. Yeah. Yeah. You have everywhere I go, I hear, you know, boy, I heard about this guy named Mark and uh, of course, my name's Mark, too. I always think they're talking about me. But they're talking <laughs> about you. And they say, so how do you prioritize your time in terms of what people ask you to do? Do you do that? Or are you conscious of that? Or I, I am. I don't do it well. I, I'll be honest. Um, so as a disabled veteran, I, I do have um, some resources through the VA. And, and so I do have some time on, on my hands uh, that, that I'm able to do this volunteer um, service and, and give back. Um, so that first first year, um, I was taking a lot of late night phone calls and 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 uh, just I was available all the time. Mm-hmm. So I am trying to to prioritize a little bit better and uh, you know. I remember there was a trip to the coast. I know you went to the coast. Yeah, I have, right? I have, yeah. And you're riding a new motorcycle. I am riding a new motorcycle. motorcycle so, yeah, yeah. so you're starting to take care of yourself a little bit better. Yes, yeah, yes. for sure. For well, that's sure. good. That's yeah. good because we kind of need you out there doing that. Yeah, yeah. Is there is there a way that when someone approaches you because entities will say, Mark, I need you to deal with this guy. And is there a process where you say, this is a good fit, this isn't a good fit? Or is there something in your internal structure that allows you to know 
who you go forward with. And do you rely on that? Is that something a core thing for you or address that for me, please? Yeah. So, so, so I'll, I'll help anybody that needs help. Um, Mm -hmm. like, like I was just talking about that day one, um, process, uh, is my style of mentoring, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'll help anybody on their day one and try to get them the foundation. It's pretty simple. Um, drive them around and get them to all the places that I know that they need to be. Um, maybe they don't know that they need to be there, but I know that they do. And so I'll, I'll get them there and I'll help them with that. And then from there, um, I'll work with the guy for, you know, that first week, um, you know, try to maybe help him in, in direction of, of job, job search and lead him to St. Vincent de Paul, Cindy real, mm-hmm. um, uh, IMSI help community. Yep, you, yep. We have to say uh, Cindy real cause she works with us. So Cindy yeah, real. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the show, I'll let you know how to reach her too. Sure. And so, you know, I'll connect him to the resources that, that I know about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then I'll, I'll, I'll give them my number and call me now, whether or not I'll continue to, to actually be a hands-on mentor to that individual um, is really, it's up to the free to succeed program, whether or not they want to assign them to me or not. Um, you know, but, um, how I, how I do it is, is, you know, I'm looking for the guys that, that are, um, ready to go and, mm-hmm. and, and want their freedom and want to, to be successful and stay out and have, are driven. But um, you also too, I think that you touch on a subject that that's where I was trying to lead you to. Mm-hmm. There is a certain amount of pers- people that come out that are driven to succeed no matter where they are in life. That's right. And and those are the people I think that gravitate toward you, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. But the thing that some often, what happens too often sometimes is that the people who will come out and not necessarily want to do that, you know, I really like the fact that meals came out there and, uh, you know, maybe could it's, could I look at something being wrong with me so I could get some money from somebody to do this ongoing? And they're not as motivated to take charge of their life yet. Those are the people that tend to fall in that gap and getting those people attracted in, say, positive community and et cetera, et cetera. You almost have to try to spark those guys to find something that they're interested in. I see too many of those guys is what I guess I'm saying. I do too. I do too. And I don't know, I don't know what the answer to those individuals, yeah. I don't know the answer yeah. to, to get them to, to see that um, life out here is, is, is difficult. Yep, it is. It's tough. It's tough to succeed it is. out here, but you, you have to want it. You know, you going and back I, inside is, is easy, yeah. but, uh, you know, really. So if you're listening to us out here, you think it's hard in there? It's harder out here. It is. It is hard. It is there. tough. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's, and, and, and you it's have to work for it. And you got to figure out where, where you're going to eat tonight. Right. You have to figure out where to get some socks and some toothpaste and some exactly. deodorant. But you're also going to be able to but, know that in, in, there's an increasing number of us who are coming together to make that transition easier for you. I guess that's the thing that I want to leave people with. That's right. And there's a huge amount, a vast amount of resources if you're willing to set pride aside and go ask for help. Yeah. And and IMS I Hope Community, Peer Wellness <laughs> is a great them. place to start. And there's all sorts of people. The Phoenix, there's all yes. sorts of Ignite 208. There's all sorts of groups that if you're listening to us or you're driving around, and you're thinking, gosh, what do I do? And so you can connect with us and uh, we'll help you do it. Uh, again, you're driving around you're today and you're thinking, what am I going to do tonight? 
you want to find out more, Mark will be there tonight at the the event for Tim Lay and Olivia Craven. I'll be there. Come out and uh, have some free food and listen to some people who are going to change the Department of Corrections. And we'll sign you up for all sorts of stuff that you show up. We won't sign you up for anything. You can just come listen <laughs> if you want to and eat some free food and find out who these crazy dudes on the radio are. You can come do that. So that'll be fun. Thank you so much, Mark, for coming in. I appreciate it. We're going to have to do thanks, this. We're gonna do, we should do this on an ongoing basis probably because you're going to become this big superstar. And, 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 <laughs> I appreciate that, Mark. Thank <laughs> you for having me. Okay. Where all the good people go? I've been changing channels. I don't see them on the TV shows. Again, I want to thank Mark for coming into the studio today. Um, if you go back and look on the archives, you'll see some very special people. Mark falls into that category. Uh, he has a heart for us who have been incarcerated, and you can tell that in everything he does. If you need to reach him and or Cindy Reel or anything we talked about in this program today, you can reach us. We're pretty easy to reach. You just reach out to us at www.systemicchangeofid.com. We actually can mail us on email at systemicchangeofidaho, all spelled out at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Systemic Change of ID, Instagram, Systemic Change of ID. You can even call us on the phone if you want to. Area code 208-477-1006. We look forward to talking to you next Saturday afternoon on Victory Over Sin.